Have you ever considered the role that knowing your identity in Christ plays in your ability to move on from a situation that God is calling you out of? That is what we're tackling today in my conversation with Faith Ann from over at Faith Ann Coaching. I am so excited about this conversation because the gems that Faith dropped are literally priceless, okay? And as I think about this conversation, I think about just the need for community because sometimes it's really hard to discern when you're fighting too hard for something that God is actually calling you to let go of. And so I want you to listen in to Faith Ann's story today about this particular situation in her life. And then I want you to consider hopping into community, getting into the Facebook group, signing up for the email list, taking that next step to really attach yourself to like-minded Christian men and women who can help you navigate through these types of circumstances. You can head over to facebook.com backslash groups backslash a radical community to hop into our Facebook group, or you can head over to a radical relationship.com to sign up for our community via our weekly email list. Are you feeling like it's finally time to break free from trauma and the drama of a past relationship? Do you find yourself searching for scriptures and sermons for ways to heal from past pain and forgive those who gave it? Are you hoping that someday you'll finally have the clarity you need to move on with your life? Well, you have found the right place. In this podcast, you're going to find clarity, sis. You're going to gain confidence. You're going to find new strength. And that's all going to be done through scripture, tips, resources, and coaching so that you can start to live a more fulfilling life. Grab your journal, sis. Let's get to work. Awesome. So, Faith, why don't we start with um, you just sort of giving a brief intro for the listeners on who you are. Yeah. Hey, guys. My name is Faith Ann. I am a Christian life and confidence coach, and really my heart is to help you take action, um, imperfect action, that is, because so many times we can let fear um, hold us back from going after what God's calling us to. And so my mission, I feel like he's given me is to really help women um, live by faith. And I'm so excited to get to talk about all things um, spirit led in this conversation. And thanks for having me on, Michelle. This is going to be nice. Yeah, I love that. Um, How did you get into life coaching? Yeah, I actually am. I got a degree in psychology and I wanted to get a master's in counseling afterwards. And I felt like, oh, it's so close, but not quite. You know, and I found the coaching sphere my junior year of college. And I was like, hmm, I think this is it. And I started doing a lot of like research into what coaching was. You know, it was at the time starting to become kind of a big thing. And Wow, I was just so amazed at how much it aligned 
to my spirit and helping people get from point A to point B, setting goals. I've always been really goal oriented. And um, I actually, the reason why I'm kind of niching down into taking action, like the way that I help people today is because of whenever I first felt called to coach, it was um, about a year before I graduated college. So I created my LLC and I didn't do anything with it for an entire year because I thought uh, I have to have a degree in psych first before I can start, even though, Lord, I know that you called me. I got to graduate first. And to a lot of people, even that, they would say, oh, you were 22 when you started? Like, what do you know? How, why in the world would you start that at 22? Mm-hmm. And uh, the truth is, I really don't know either. All I know that, that it was from the Lord. And so I followed it. And it's been really cool to see the women that have been impacted mm-hmm. by my coaching. And now two years later, I'm like, man, Maybe that's why, um, mm. because of the impact that if I would have said no till I was in my late 20s or 30s, then I would have missed out on years of really experiencing transformation through guiding people um, to live more like Jesus and mm. to live in faith that's good. rather than fear. So that's how yeah. I kind of got started. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, Even just like thinking about that in light of my own experience, because when I um, got into life coaching, I was kind of just like seeking the Lord about next steps for my life in a really painful season. And um, when he highlighted life coaching to me, that had to be 2019, I guess. Um, So I was like, what, what is that? You know, it was kind of just coming on the scene. Yeah. And like you, I had a, um, a bachelor's degree in psychology. Um, but counseling just kind of like you felt like sort of, kind of not really, you know? Um, and, and then I had a master's in organizational psychology and and a desire to do ministry. And, um, I didn't know that. I got mine in organizational leadership. My master's. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so our I love that. Are definitely very closely aligned. So that's cool. Yeah, that's so cool. I love how God works, and like right? you, you can you can see so clearly whenever you have similar experiences to someone of like oh like that's why we're so aligned in mm-hmm. our mission. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So the passions that God put in our hearts. Yeah. Um, you know, schooling and just like life experiences that we've had. For sure. For sure. Nice. So let's get into this conversation a bit. We were um, doing a little bit of pre-chatting on Instagram, just about what made the most sense to chat about here. And I was just sharing how, you know, the um, really niched down topic for my podcast is around forgiveness, but a lot of forgiveness deals with choosing to let go, you know, mm-hmm. things that no longer serve you of old seasons of things that hurt you in the past. And that's just such a huge step. And so I would yeah. love to hear just um, any personal story that you would like to share about a time in your life when you found yourself needing to let go. That's good. The major one that, that comes out whenever I start thinking about that is my past relationship before I met my now future husband, um, 
we dated for about a year, me and me and this guy that I dated before him. And I wanted that relationship to work out so bad, Shell. Like I was going to knock down anything, push through, you know, just like anything that I could to make it work. Mm. I was bound to determine that it was going to work. Mm-hmm. I had been through a lot of toads and I was like, even though this one is close, but probably not the best mm. that I could get, I'm going to try to make him mm. the one that that I'm going to be with for life. And that was extremely painful, mm. trying to make someone that they're not. Yeah. Extremely painful. Yeah, it never ends well, right? No, never ends well. Um, and that was a hard lesson for me to learn. And I didn't realize that I was doing it at the time. I just thought, oh, I'm just trying to make him better. Like I see his potential to get there. And so I'm going to trick myself into thinking that like, it's okay. He'll, you know, suddenly change one day and become this person that I feel aligned to and feel like, you know, is the best fit for me. And it's just, it was just terrible trying to force someone to do things that they didn't want to do, that I wanted to do. And it came from a really prideful place. In all honesty, he's great for for someone else. He's a good guy you know by by the state and he's a good guy mm-hmm. and he's just not my person mm-hmm. but it but it took just a level of getting to like the lowest place mm-hmm. to where I had to to let it go but it was a lot of kicking and screaming to get there mm-hmm. and I would try to you know bargain with God per mm-hmm. se about it and think that I knew best and it was so prideful and coming from the most prideful place mm-hmm. and looking back on it I wish that I would have done it very differently mm-hmm. and so there's a sense there's like two two parts of it like one in the time of the relationship letting it go and then there's this other sense of forgiveness for myself a couple years later of letting go the guilt that I put on myself um, for for treating him in such a way that was really unkind Mm. and not accepting who he was and then just choosing like what I wish I would have done is just okay this is how he is that's great for someone else I'm going to let go of him for that to be with someone else Mm -hmm. right and um then this other part of okay now I get to move on and free myself from the guilt of that Mm -hmm. and that took um, I would say about six to eight months. Mm. 
maybe a little longer to, to kind of heal and get over that. Um, but God used it. Mm. You know, it's easy to say, oh, I wish that had never happened or whatnot, but God really did use it. And so I, I know that it healed me in so many ways for my now future husband. Yeah. We're getting married in April. And as I'm preparing for like the season of marriage, I've said, yes, whenever he got down on one knee, I said, yes, I accept you for who you are, who the Lord created you to be. And that I want to marry you, not this ideal version of you that I have in my head or the potential of who you could be, but I'm saying yes to who you are today, mm-hmm. knowing that you m- might not ever change. Mm-hmm. And with, with the other guy, it was just the biggest lesson that I had to learn because we, we can't change people. That's their decision to change on mm-hmm. their own. And I felt like such a slow learner mm-hmm. but I would say that's that's been my experience that was highlighted to me whenever you asked that question okay so share about yeah um so what would you say ultimately led you to the decision of letting go was it just like facing the reality and deciding that you need to go ahead and end things or what was that like well I had always said I didn't want to date someone for more than a year. Um, And that was just a personal decision, not saying that's for everyone. Um, But for me, I felt like whenever I got to college, I just thought, you know, I'm going to date intentionally. And I'm at this point now where I just don't want to date for longer than a year. So we got to the year mark and I had actually broken up with him once before that, like after six months. And then we got back together after a month or two. And then we had been dating again for like four or five months. And um, I was just like, man, okay, it's been a year. This is still not going well. Mm. And I wasn't excited about the future Mm. with him. And there was a lot of hard feelings like with his family that mm-hmm. was still there and we were arguing all the time. It was just like nonstop fighting. Mm-hmm. And I just said, okay, I got to stick to my, I don't know what you call it. My, my boundaries of like the year mark, mm-hmm. but it was um, like very, it was like a couple weeks after our one year where, I said, I, I can't see you getting down on your knee tomorrow and me saying yes. Mm. So then I just have to end it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. One, just creating kind of a, a end goal of like, all right, this, this is my end (laughs) if it gets to this point. So that's really good. And then also just that reality of like, if I were to get what I think I want, would that really be the thing that I'm excited about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I was working so hard for this one thing. Right. And then after all that work, 
It's like, man, I'm not even excited about that thing. I just wanted to get my way. It was all about me being right or him succumbing to what I wanted. And it was just a selfish way to be, not a loving way to be. Yeah. But I tricked myself into believing that I was doing what was best. Mm. I was making him better. Even though that's not what he wanted. Mm. And so it wasn't good for either of us. Yeah, that's really good because it makes me think about um, God's heart in forgiveness and that the, the, the reason that um, he offers us that forgiveness is because he does want to be reconciled to us, that he doesn't want us to be separated from him. It's why he came up with this whole new plan once Adam ruined everything to say, hey, I'm going to come up with a plan for my children to be reconciled back to me. And I think oftentimes when we're dealing with hard situations and struggling to forgive, we want something selfishly, even though it's not wrong for us to want it. We want the apology. We want them to yeah. acknowledge it, thinking that that's going to be the thing that makes us go, okay, now I feel better. And it doesn't because yeah. you're the one who hasn't let it go, right? Like you're the right. one who hasn't reconciled the situation in yourself to be able to move on. But if you mm -hmm. truly approach it from a place of love that says like, hey, I release you because I don't want there to be enmity between us, um, yeah. that's a much different heart posture. Absolutely. Oh, relationships are are challenging because of the sneakiness of the enemy and how he can yeah. come in and twist things and manipulate your mind to believing that what you're doing is good, even though it's purely out of selfish mm -hmm. desire. And yeah, I just, it's, it's so like, uh, like reliving this now. It's like, oh, I hate my sin. I, I hate that. I hate that I did that, you know, in a way, but I learned so much. Mm. Like I said, in the fact that there has been pockets that have shown up in my now relationship where I could easily be triggered into doing the thing that, I did with the other guy mm -hmm. and I'm like, Nope, I'm not going to do that. Mm. I, I learned that that was not good. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm going to be in a way that's honoring to him that sees who he is and either chooses to accept him or not. This was when like my fiance and I were dating. Right. And I, and then I said like, yes, I'm going to choose to accept him for who he is, but now getting ready for marriage, it can be easy to hold on to things that the other person does and have a stack up. And if we are in a high certainty of, um, repentance and like, easily letting go of things then those bricks will keep stacking up and that wall will be created between you and that person mm -hmm. and so if, if we can forgive quickly and realize that like we've been forgiven so much 
by Jesus, like abundantly yeah. more than we ever asked for. And yeah. it's just pouring then um, to other people, mm-hmm. whether they deserve it or not. Mm-hmm. For sure. Whether, whether they say I'm sorry or not, whether they change or not. Yeah. But you forgive them anyway. Oof. Exactly. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that that part. part. That part that people don't want to mention that we're going to mention because mm-hmm. it's it's important. Mm-hmm. If we want to call ourselves higher, if we want to be set apart, then we don't just forgive people that do right by us, you know, after they make a mistake and they change their ways and they start doing right. But we forgive them, even if they keep sinning against us, Mm -hmm. even if they say a harsh word towards us Mm -hmm. and they hit that wound. Yeah. That we forgive them anyway. Yeah. 70 times seven. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I, Keeping count. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you got about two more times before I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. I love that. To wrap us up, um, the question that I like to ask is what would you say to the girls like you? So someone who mm-hmm. may be out there in a situation that they really know deep down inside isn't the right situation for them or isn't the best situation for them, but they haven't got the gusto yet, you know, to situation. What would be your advice to them in retrospect? Oh man, I have so much I could say, (laughs) but if I had to sum it up, it would be, Whenever we know who God is, whenever we trust him and whenever we love him, we then begin to know who we are Mm. and then we really see our value. Yeah. We are invaluable. We cannot lose our value based on anything that we do and we cannot increase in value based on anything either. And whenever I realized that everything changed. Mm -hmm. So my advice would be to the girls that are in this space of they know what they need to do. Maybe it's a relationship that they need to move on from. You are so precious to the Lord. Yeah, praise God. You are far more valuable than rubies. You are called to have strength and dignity in every relationship and to honor God and follow him with your whole heart. So if he's whispering to you that this isn't the best that he has for you, if this isn't the one that he, you know, calls you to live on mission with and to be aligned, not to say that that person's going to be perfect by any means that you choose to marry, but um, he gives us discernment and Mm -hmm. wisdom. And so really seek the Lord into knowing who he is, because then you'll trust him when you know his character Mm -hmm. and you'll see that his plans for you are the best. 
Mm -hmm. and his desires for you become your desires and then your actions will follow it mm -hmm. but only then will we take action when we know who god is and then we know who we are mm -hmm. and our value i used to thought think that i valued myself and i really didn't mm -hmm. Because my actions didn't prove it. And we can know mm -hmm. by people's fruit where their heart is and what their thoughts and beliefs are. Right? And so evaluate your actions. Are my actions really reflecting that I know Christ? And that I know the value of who I am? Mm -hmm. And if not, we'll do some prayer and soul searching. Yeah. Some time with the Lord to figure that out. Yeah. And I hear the um I hear the underlying challenge in that that, you know, perhaps the real issue is that you don't love yourself enough or you don't mm -hmm. see yourself the way that God sees you that's right. enough to step that's away right. from the thing that's actually not good for you. That'll preach. <laughs> that's right. Perhaps That's this is right. an identity issue, right? Amen. And not about the other person. Yeah. It is. Hmm. It is. Ooh. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry to, to whoever hears that. It's true. That's the truth. Man, that's good. Thanks that's for having me on. This is fun. Yeah, so on that note, we'll definitely have to have you back. <laughs> We'd love to be back. Yeah, my audience could definitely benefit <laughs> from okay. these types of conversations. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on as well and just being partners in the gospel in this way. Definitely looking so forward fun. to the next conversation. Me too, Shell. Talk soon. Bye. Hey, girl, hey. If you enjoyed today's episode, sis, chances are there are other women just like you who would enjoy it too, but they won't know about it unless we actually tell them, okay? So if you don't mind helping me spread the word, will you take 30 seconds to leave a review of the show and then screenshot this episode and share it with your friends wherever you like to hang out? It really would mean so much to me. All right, go and review those journal notes. I'll meet you back here next week for another session.